We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The sound of the final buzzer means it's hangover time. So grab a drink and join your host, Alphonse Sidney, for a Miami Heat Beat post-game show. This is what Heat and Five looks like. Uh, <laughs> post game show. Alf is not here. Alf is so disgusted with the offensive performance that Alf said he's just not going to be here. He was not going to be there. He doesn't want to do shit with this team, discuss it with them. So he left the cleanup to me because Alf said it was my fault that this happened because I had to go on Twitter and start a fucking mess. Totally so was. not much to say here. Bring me out, Brass. Let's talk about what the fuck happened. Let's laugh at me. Let's introduce our panel of peeps. Yeah, I, I take blame. It happens. That's fine. Fucking asshole. What's up, guys? What's up, Brass? <laughs> Yo, everybody's bad at me, dude. My mentions are absolutely <laughs> on fucking fire right now. You fucking bozo. Ah, whatever. It's it doesn't take away from what you said, though. That's like the best part of it. Brass, you have to tweet so that we can. We'll, we'll get to this and then we'll get into what we're drinking. Uh, I tweeted out earlier. Uh, Tim Bontemps has tweeted out that the 76ers have now upgraded Embiid to doubtful to play tonight with his facial uh, fr- fracture and thumb sprain at the 12:30 injury report. And I just quote tweeted for no reason. Getting my coffee, I got my coffee late, <laughs> and I said Sixers are a bunch of bozos. I cannot imagine liking this pitiful franchise. What a clown show, man! Embiid and Harden are awful for the sport. So sick of them. And I just hit send, and I didn't think anything of it. I was like, ah, it's just me slandering the Sixers. And um, everybody, I just, bro, my mentions were, I, Brass, this is the most my mentions have been on fire since I slandered Demar DeRozan on the night that he hit the second game winner. Yep. Or the night. I still don't know why you did that, by the way. Because I fucking hate that guy. I just, <laughs> Kenny, I'm a hater. Fuck these people. I respect it. Fuck love. And, like, it's heat five, man. Who gives a shit? Time. Brass, let's find out what we're drinking. Let's figure this shit out, and let's, uh, let's slander. <laughs> Let's do a let's do player of the game a little different today. 
Let's do what we're drinking and then the sixer player you hate the most. So, Brass, how about, how about you get us started? Oh, you start with me? No, you start at the top. You start I with start, Kenny. Kenny, you go first. I, I don't know. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm drinking Dr. Pepper because I'm once again, I've slept like six hours all week. So, I'm going to once again try to like cure my insomnia tonight. So, I want to, I don't want to like mix those things. I think I might hate Embiid more. Than, I, and as much as I hate Harden, I've always hated Harden. Like, Harden's just not as corny as Embiid is. And, like, the stuff he used to do, and, like, he'll lose a game and then put, like, a dumb little location saying he cooked somebody. It's it's all dumb. I don't like it at all. So I hate Embiid the most. And, hey, man, fuck that guy. <laughs> Excellent uh, time for a water break. Excellent no, time. No, no, really, no, no. absolutely <laughs> kill that, G. I'm actually yeah. having a little bit of water with some Alka-Seltzer because that fucking performance made me sick to my stomach. <laughs> uh, this is a <laughs> legacy wow. night for me on Twitter. I cannot believe they went out there and absolutely embarrassed not only me and myself. I have a Sixer fan just now tweeted, how you feeling, dickhead? And you know what? I can't even say anything. I'm just like, I don't know, kind of like shit. You know, you win. Not until the next game. Not until the next game. Is this is what he and five yeah, looks like. You, you still didn't lie, though. <laughs> that's the thing. I mean, like, not a lie yeah. in that tweet. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you don't, people don't get offended by stuff they're not insecure about. It's like, if you call me fat, I'm just like, all right, I've like never been fat before. Cool. Like, I guess. And so saying Sixers fans are like, dickheads and idiots who for some reason like act like this team's ever really been good like first of all they've ruined countless careers like they're mad at ben simmons like they haven't done that before you remember markel folks they like mm -hmm. almost killed a guy with his allergy after, after they drafted him like it's a whole thing the process they got one player out of uh, I don't want to hear anything Sixers fans got to say. They're like trying to like quote unquote ratio me too. But the thing about getting ratioed is every phone has a little button on the side of it to where like you press that and all that shit goes away. Oh, I muted the <laughs> so, of that. Yeah, yeah. So like you can do that stuff. Like I, all right, I'm gonna just go fucking watch some. I was watching some movie last night with Method Man playing the basketball player, and like he was 43 at the time. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so I'm gonna just do little dumb shit like that. So you know, hey, you, go ahead. you throw the grenade, there you, you press mute, and then I went to bake cookies <laughs> today. And a lot of people called me fat, and I was like, you know what? I am fat. Guess what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna bake some fucking cookies today. You should have posted a picture of the cookies. They were bad. No, they were Own awful. It. They actually look like shit. I'm not a like baker. People who root for both Joel Embiid and James Harden focusing on somebody being sociopath fat is insane. <laughs> oh no! Incredible. But it's also rich because I I famously call him the Fat Boy, Ed Harden. Oh, you Ed are the Harden. ultimate fat shamer. I'm you deserve this. This this I'm is fat, a long time coming. Suck. Yeah, I'm with them. They're like, yeah, fuck fat people. I'm like, yeah, fuck fat. People. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am fat. Um, Sixer I hate the most is Sixer I hate the most is um is Joel Embiid. That guy that guy's corny. I don't he's, like him. I'm not happy corny. for him. I'm actually the two the two things that I'm upset about today is Joel Embiid's happy and George Sedano's happy. Those, mm. those people could not win. George George just did that interview with a smile. George was so happy. It's actually disgusting. Yeah, he's probably he's gonna pile on a tweet later. Oh, I think he didn't oh, get enough. Sure. Oh, we're gonna get we're gonna get some. Oh, it's not too bad being the Sixers for sure. <laughs> we'll see what this ratio was up to. So when I took this screenshot, just like I don't know, half an hour ago, it was up to a two hundred one quote tweets. So. Yeah. 
We're I think two, I think we can 30, get that up to 300 tonight. <laughs> yeah, we're at the 230, 232 right now. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah easily 300 tonight. You're fucked. It's um, like, uh, I'll go on. Do uh, you want me to? Okay. We're going around for, for drinks. Uh, so uh, my... The player I hated most on it. I mean, Embiid is the easy. You hate most in general. Uh, yeah, I mean, Embiid is easy. I mean, Danny Green was annoying tonight because this was like finals Danny Green, which we haven't seen in a long time. Super frustrating, but shit happens. I, I mean, yeah, it's annoying. It's annoying. Uh, I don't think this really is going to change too much of uh, the outlook of the series, really. I really don't. No, I mean, not. I don't even know... Embiid looked like I mean he 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 ended he up doing all, he played a lot of fucking minutes tonight. Doc is a maniac. <laughs> Doc is a fucking maniac. Doc had that man in up seventeen, and I was like, "We're gonna do this again." Doc does. Hey, hey, Joel, I, Joel, I, I like I don't like you, dude. But Doc really doesn't like you. Doc doesn't give a fuck about Bro, you. Even Embiid. I'm like, yo, get this man. Like, I don't want to watch an. I don't want to watch an action. I don't want blood on Bam's hands. You know what I mean? Like Bam's trying to play basketball. Embiid's legitimately be hurt. Murderer. Listen, we see Embiid flop all the fucking time. It's like, come on, get up, pussy. But the thing is, like, this is an actual. This is two legitimate injuries that he's faced with. Okay, I. I do not envy that dude at all. He's legitimately hurt. And to be told by your team to like to go back out and fucking suck it up after just a couple games is absolutely insane. And right. like you don't know what kind of long-term effects it's going to be. Uh, but anyway, my drink of the night, I made a paper plane because we're taking this shit back to Miami and we're going to win in five. five Frankie, five. you go. <laughs> it's always heat in five. I'm doing Coke and bourbon. and hey, Coca-Cola, right? Yeah. Okay. I got excited. I'm, man. I'm doing weed and, and bourbon. Amber Heard situation. I'm about to get right there with you. Um, and my, I hate fucking James Harden. How the fuck do you have the audacity <laughs> to play like this all fucking game? And then Dan throws one elbow and you're like, hey, what about him? What's going on? PJ. The, the fucking audacity of James I love Harden. PJ. His, and what, what the fuck is that hairline? He's got it going on. We oh, need to man. talk about that. There is there is a fucking tyke there. For you <laughs> Some people have to be today for my hairline, and I was like, "Is my hairline bad? I didn't. Is it bad, it's guys? Not. I don't no, think it's, it's bad. Not. I think I have a normal. Right. And the guy was like a pretty good looking guy, so I'm like, well, I can't even go at him for anything. Go, it's just, <laughs> it's just airtight. <laughs> I just but, yeah, but like to the point of Doc playing Joel so much, like. Joel Embiid is already annoying as fuck. Could you imagine him with CTE? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> oh. That's a, that's I a, that, that, that. I, that sounded like yeah. a Schmeethan comment. <laughs> <laughs> Is Kenny Schmeethan? <laughs> All right, guys. Let's let's talk about what happened on the court today. Let's. Uh, there's some things that I think went well for Miami. Let's actually start at the top of, of with Bam, because uh, I thought that him and Kyle together were just. I mean, Kyle was just straight up not helpful really today. I thought defensively he was fine. I thought Bam and him were def- or fine defensively. On offense, Kyle just didn't have any rhythm. I think he needed this game. I think that mm-hmm. it's better now than in game one against the Celtics, you know, or, or whatever, when you have home court. Like, I, I just think that this is the game. To, to This is the series to kind of get him going. The Sixers did play drop against him. So I think that he'll get more comfortable and kind of find his legs. But he was not good. And uh, Frankie, I think justifiably, he did not close that game. I don't think he should have. I didn't think he earned it. You said it. And I thought they should have gone depot, and they did. So what did you see from Kyle tonight? How do you see that improving? Because it was, you know, I got to – listen, I got to be honest. That's my guy, but he didn't have it. Uh, just the passi- uh, the passivity. You know, with him and Bam, like, if you're going to do the two-man game, like, you both need to be a threat. And, and Bam already struggles with that. And Kyle, you can't be doing that too. You can't be forcing it to him and when he's – not going to drive and he doesn't want to shoot you got to take the open shots he took four shots tonight he that's way too little he got like everyone took more shots than kyle he we need him to be aggressive get going it took a while for you know max and jimmy to get going uh, as well in the second half but you need your all your all the help your stars need to win you the road games and kyle and bam just didn't have it tonight um you know the mindset wasn't there. Uh, like you said, I, th- I think part of that is with uh, Kyle's rhythm. We know he historically struggles in a first game off an injury. Um, I saw somebody tweet. He had like, he shoots like 32% with extended rest. Uh, most of those coming off first game off an injury. Um, I think if once he gets his rhythm back, um, he'll be okay. They waited a little too long to get Jimmy back in that game and they kind of <laughs> lost the momentum. Uh, but I, I think they'll be fine. I, there was, they like, they had a fucking – the Sixers had a ridiculous fucking shooting game. The Heat shot 5 of 15 on uncontested shots. Sixers shot 7 of 9. The Sixers yeah. were also 12 of 25 on heavily contested threes this game. Like, there was just a lot of re- regression to the mean. They shot really poorly the first few games. They got easier looks with uh, the overhelping on Embiid. I think I, th- I think once you look back at the tape, you see how exploitable Embiid was on on defense. Mm-hmm. Couldn't move his feet. Didn't want to move his feet. 
And as soon as he was able to park inside, he was good. That's the only time he was good. I, was, uh, I saw that comment. Says, <laughs> Lowry looks slower than G's metabolism. <laughs> but I, I do want to add to Frankie's point. Like, there was a lot of stuff that went well for the Heat. And I know, and I know, like, okay, I'm overly optimistic, quote unquote, guy, but. Some games just come down to makes and misses, really. I can't point out too much that the Heat did poorly, just the shots didn't fall, including the free throws. And then once the Sixers started making, like, crazy contested shit, I was like, all right, well, it's just not the Heat's night. And so I don't feel any concern about that. I think even if they go crazy like that again, they have to go back to Miami and then the two games that they have to win. I don't think that's going to happen. So I think – a lot of the Sixer fans like taking these premature victory laps. Me and Jen Colonavas are both bookmarking those, and we're gonna have a lot of fun with y'all. So hey, <laughs> good luck. I think you might want to watch these games a little more detailed and see what's like. Hey, all right, go ahead. Yeah, even <laughs> when this team slacks uh, offensively, which has happened quite a bit lately actually yeah um (laughs) an uncomfortable amount um defensively they still are they can they they can still smother you when it really counts Mm -hmm. they did they went on a a crazy run it was like it was a 21 to something 20 23 or something like that they wanted a big run they tied it up and then they let it slip away and honestly i never really felt that this game was in too much doubt i wasn't freaking out too much until the until they had four fouls with nine minutes to go in the game. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, there you go. Because that that's gonna be that's gonna be what really takes them out of it because they need to play really, really hard on defense. You can, you simply cannot do that in Philly when they're in the bonus with nine minutes to go in a playoff game. You just you can't defend them like you really want to. And the game kind of slipped away in the end. Uh and but like you just have to make more than seven fucking threes. I mean, we had we, we were seven thirty and like you know, Danny Green was seven and nine, I think. I mean, like that's not that's not a recipe for success. But still, even with the Sixers shooting so well from three in this game, they they were still held to below a hundred points. Their offensive yeah, rating brass was only 102.6, which considering the amount of threes that they shot and the amount of threes that they hit is pretty insane. I mean, mm-hmm. it's 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 a bit below average. Miami's, on the other hand, is a 75 offensive rating, just absolutely putrid in the half court. So you hit the fucking nail on the head um, with that one. Kenny, what were you going to say? Yeah, I was going to say, um, just looking at this game also, I'm not discouraged because – when you really look at the overall game, aside from just a couple plays here and there, MB was actually pretty awful. So was James Harden. So was Tobias Harris. And so they just made shots. That's all it was. Like other guys, Harden was four shots. for eleven. Yeah, they they had bad games. And I don't think Harden was like bad, bad though. Like was, I think the shooting was bad, but like he was really he was kind fine. of attacking the seams. And I thought when he wasn't good was when he was isoing, but when he was yeah. playing off Embiid. He looked good, and I well, think he didn't, that he didn't do shit in the second half again. No, well, that's been the thing against that's Miami. Been, the yeah, season. he had yeah. seven turnovers. Yeah, yeah, that's, like that's he, that was the main like the turnovers. Yeah, and the shooting. Yeah, like, it, like, yeah, he, he, he chokes great. it up a lot, which is good. I, yeah. I like to think that he'd have given him the Heimlich <laughs> because he's Miami definitely choking won, on something. Miami had no reason staying in that game. 
part of it was the turnover difference that they won. And the other part of it was offensive rebounding. Miami just crushed them on the glass. And we've talked about how Philly's just not a good rebounding team. Miami mm-hmm. had 10 offensive rebounds. Uh, Philly had eight, but a lot of those I feel like were, were kind of late in the game. Um, I, I think there's a little cause for concern in that Miami needs to find a little something if while Kyle gets better. Um, I don't think Gabe was it tonight. I think Depot probably should play a little more. Caleb yes. kind of out of the rotation now. Um, I don't know, guys, how we feel about Duncan playing because Max took the third most shots on the team, which I, there was just too much. And I put this in the chat. There was just a little too much Max Struess, right? Mm-hmm. And a little too much mm-hmm. Gabe Vincent handling pick and roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Brass, you're nodding your head. Like, it's just a little uncomfortable when you have other guys on the court that should be doing these things. Those guys shouldn't be, like, triggering your offense. Yeah, I, I agree with the Max thing. But the thing is, that the tricky thing about Max is he had countless games in the last month where he looked terrible offensively yeah. in the first in the first half yeah. and then completely lit the other team up totally in the second half. Yourself. So it's it's hard it Max is a tough one man Max is tough. Although, you know, I think this is a series where you could see Duncan come back. I really do. I I, yeah. I wouldn't have been completely shocked, you know, if he, if he came back. Took, PJ only took one three tonight. Yeah, and to me, that's emblematic of Miami not getting into the paint downhill, and that's Embiid. Like, and Frankie, we said it pregame. I think Embiid without arms is better th- defender than DeAndre Jordan. <laughs> like, just straight up, like, like brass, right? Like, I, what would you be more scared of, Embiid with no, like, straight up, Embiid with no arms and DeAndre Jordan? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I mean, I would, I'd be, I, I laugh at both of them. Honestly, I mean, they're, they're just, both hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, we although about- although if Embiid had no arms, Doc would still play him oh, for, for sure. sure. Clearly, he doesn't give a fuck yeah, if no, he, he has if he's minutes. missing limbs, he'll throw him throw his ass back out there. <laughs> Frankie, what'd you think of Bam tonight? Because you know his performance, I think, kind of stood out the most. I thought there were times that he looked aggressive and he was just missing shots at the rim. And I thought he let that get to him a little bit. He he settled for some kind of... I don't like when he gets out of a rhythm, pauses, and then shoots the jumper. I want him more kind of in the flow of something. How did you feel like he looked tonight? Do you Are you concerned about that matchup against Embiid? No, I, I think he started getting more aggressive later on in the game. Uh, sadly, too late, but... Um... You know, like we've seen this from Bam before. He's going to say, I need to be more aggressive and all that stuff. Um, there were t- times where a lot of it was just they were sagging off Lowry, Darren, Bam to beat him, and Bam's got to go against Embiid one-on-one. And I don't want I don't want that. Like, that's not Bam's game. 
Uh, like, how many times does Bam have to dribble it off his foot for you to realize he can't? <laughs> he's not strong with the ball. You don't want him going at the great defending uh, centers and the guys who can move their feet a little bit. Uh, they started doing – and then when they got the, the pick-and-roll game going, they threw some bad passes. Lowry was uncharacteristically uh, poor at, at, at some of those lobs. He threw, he threw one that, like, hit the backboard. And I was like, I was like, oh man, this is gonna be a rough night. Um, but you know, once they start figuring out little things like Jimmy stop fucking cutting when Bam's posting somebody up. That drives you crazy. It drives me absolutely nuts because you already know Bam has a fucking problem finishing with over one person and Jimmy's cutting, yeah. bringing his man over. And oftentimes it's Embiid covering him. Embiid is helping off, shading off into the corner. And then Jimmy cuts and Embiid's like, oh, I can come too. And I'm gonna put my hands up so now. Bam has to shoot that mid-range with a wrap around his shooting hand. I don't want that stuff. They like, But the fact of the matter is they don't need Bam offensively to dominate. They need the other guys who do who are scorers and, and can create. Bam's a, Bam's a role player offensively. He gets his 19 a game off lobs, off hustles, off stuff like that. They don't need to feature him offensively to be successful. He was good, good enough defensively tonight to win this game. They were good enough defensively. Offensively, they they need to get the uh, the motion going. They need to get the offense going in earlier. Make Embiid and Harden move their feet. Harden is the worst help defender in the fucking league right now, and Jimmy's Terrible. the only goddamn one who was going at him. I like that Jimmy kind of flipped the switch at one point and said, "All right, I got to do this." And I didn't mm-hmm. think he had a good first half at all. I thought he there was a possession where he got the ball and he got Niang out there and he took two dribbles and gave it to Gabe to go do something. And that was, I was like, what, what the fuck are we doing? Right. And uh, Bronx Joker and set and chat said, this is similar to the Hawks game, the one that they lost. And I, yeah. I agree. Obviously that game was closer because the Hawks are a worse team. Uh, and I think Philly is just a better defensive team. The Hawks team was embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Hawks fans were out of pocket. The shit they were saying, Mike, <laughs> um, at least six fans have a fucking, you know, a couple good players. The Hawks fans, right. like half a good player. They were actually the ones funny how that turned out. They were actually the ones without like a good player. Um, <laughs> So, you know, Jimmy kind of flipped that switch and they got going, but I'm not I'm not too worried. I think that today was a little wake up call for them. I thought brass, I thought they came out and they looked a little frazzled. I mean, it's it's a tough it's a tough kind of situation. It felt like two teams trying to feel each other out because yeah. it felt like a game one because mm-hmm. Miami had no no they haven't played like whole. Both teams haven't played each other healthy all year long. So, it did feel like a game one where teams are kind of feeling each other out. That first quarter was kind of weird. It was funky. And then kind of the shooting got away from them in the fourth quarter. But it was a fucking weird game, man. Yeah, I mean, I think you're crazy if you think that they're they're not going to make adjustments. I mean, they're, you know, they're going to be able to look at the tape and know and know things they really got to work on. They didn't even know Embiid was going to be back until game time, yeah. essentially. You know, right before the I, game. They, they knew. Well, no, I don't think they knew. I mean, they didn't know. I mean, he was basically ruled out yesterday. I mean... He was ruled out today. He was ruled out today. Yeah, he ruled out today. You know, I mean, so... <laughs> Yeah, for sure. So, uh, yeah, yeah. There, there's a lot of factors. And also, the Sixers needed that energy. They needed that. This is if they if they lost this game, they know it's fucking over. So, I mean, yeah, they needed that. Um, and it's I'm, I'm not I'm not I'm just not I'm not concerned. I, I do think there are parallels to to the Hawks game. I just think you could tell it was a different energy with that Hawks team as well. Um and also, just shots really, really, really were not falling for us in that game either. Uh, mm-hmm. Whereas they were the first couple. So, 
I, I, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not freaking out. I'm not freaking out about this. Now it's not gonna, it's, it's a hell of a lot easier without Embiid. That's, that's for damn sure. Even a broken Embiid. Um, it's, I, it, I think it's, we're, we're not talking about the big reason they lost though. JJ Redick, mm. best, best non-heat player of all time. Biggest curse of all time. We haven't won a game with him as, as an announcer. We need to talk about this. You know, Embiid was only a plus eight tonight, Thanks, which G. is funny. He wasn't. I'm t- he he wasn't that good tonight. He wasn't. It, it well, wasn't anything special. He. No, I, it, I I thought he he obviously affected the game defensively. No, he, he did, did. But, he but it wasn't game, but overall, anything he, wasn't. he was physically doing. He wasn't blocking shots, contesting a ton of shots. He didn't get. I, he was I not hitting blocked. a lot of shots. So I mean, this is not. He had you, one block, you, and that was at the end. You don't. Uh, you, yeah, I mean, they they really need to win this next one though. Just virtue because you not... don't want you don't want him to get healthier and healthier. Yeah, I agree. you you want to end this series. You yeah. really do. We were talking with uh, Brass. We were talking with a friend of ours earlier, and uh, he was like, you know, you re- this is the game you really want to step on their neck. I don't expect them to win, but you know, we, this is a game that if they do win, it's impressive because of just kind of everything around it. But I'm not mad, man. It, it, it happens. I mean, this again. This is what Heat and Five looks like. Um, I think Embiid will be a little bit better offensively. I thought Miami's game plan against him is solid. You know, yeah. the shade, the help. We talked about it pregame, the way that they were helping off of him, the way uh, on to him, all that stuff. Is my God camera. damn it. My camera's a huge <laughs> offense, man. That shit is fire. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, that, that, that stuff's going to change. I think they'll get a little bit more at the rim. Um, Brass, let's, we have a couple clips as we're kind of rounding out the show today. I want to talk about some of the things that did go well, including Jimmy fucking Butler. Who was awesome today he's really the he's only guy who showed up on offense i thought tyler was, was pretty good too but let's go through some really actions awesome. here so stop it right here brass my favorite thing and i've talked about it all year is the empty side pick and roll with jimmy and a big and what miami does is they'll clear out a side so that means that that corner man if so if there's a shooter in that corner that guy cannot tag and come help when the help comes from the strong side Jimmy Butler can see where that help is coming from. You know what I mean? Like he can, that when that help comes, the weak side, I'm sorry. When that help comes to him, he has time to react and pick it apart. That low man, Brass, you can play it. Deadman sets the screen. Jimmy, all the way to the cup, just walked into it. There's no help. There's no resistance. Play that one more time. It's just so, it's just so effective to their offense. Screen, slip, boom, easy. And that's what their offense is so good at. Play the next one. We just have one more. Just the, the, the Heat run it a ton, and I just wanted to give it some love. Here we go again in the second half. Clear side, clear lane, easy, easy, and and play that one more time. And we see like Jimmy as a screener, boom, rolls. Jimmy's one of the best rollers. You get him with a head of steam, and beat steps up, pops early, knows what he's doing. That's the kind of stuff that you get Miami rolling. That's designed action so that they can kind of feast on guys and they can kind of separate. Or, or kind of control where help comes from and they could position their movement and their shooters in a way that they're not getting hurt. So a little bit more of that, I think next game, I think when Kyle plays a little better and gives them a little more offense, I think that's going to help. I think they missed his ability to get downhill. I think he had a couple passes in the first half that I thought were important. Uh, but you know, other than that, I, I just thought like a flat game. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to I just speak this moment. Says, why is G gentrifying Shabon segment? I'm just trying to just trying to hide, try to be positive today. It's Friday. We're trying to G be positive. Put a fucking Starbucks right in the middle of Bonnie. <laughs> 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 
I thought that was the out. <laughs> oh my god. So uh, this is a comment uh someone put up here. Let's see. Ovo Nicholas said, Can we talk about how the Celtics Bucks game two was before ours and the game three is after ours? Can someone explain that? Why was there no basketball yesterday? I gotta because they're traveling. Every team is traveling and they don't, they don't bullshit. Play. That's terrible scheduling. I don't yeah. mind that because I think the quicker it favors the Heat because it gives Embiid less time. So I actually like Heat fans were mad at that, and I was like, "Why are you mad at that? That's actually like helpful to us." It's weird. I I don't I don't understand the whole travel thing. That doesn't, that doesn't make sense to me. By the that, way, that, that 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 stinks because they wait they wait until the teams are locked before they release a schedule. So you think there's something? You think they do that to avoid a situation like that? Brass, who was the uh, what was the stat today that it was like there was the Sixers were undefeated when the certain referee refed and he refed tonight. Do you know who that was? Yeah, was it Scott Foster or Ed Malloy. Or I think it might be Malloy. I thought it was Malloy actually. Yeah, there was a certain official that whenever he had officiated a Sixer playoff game, they were undefeated. So, well, yeah, Adam I mean, Silver, listen, the fix yeah. is it. The fix is in when Jimmy Jimmy going into the half. Uh, you know, he, he scored. He scored in the paint, and then and then they didn't even fucking count it. Yeah. It was like, Did it they was ever like count a, that, by the way? yeah, they ended up. They ended up when they went when oh. they came back into uh after commercial break into like the halftime segment they had 34 points which is also like okay. fucking pathetic to have 34 points and a half is like that's awful someone says that i don't i never talk shit about the heat like i mean I, listen i'm not i'm not building them up tonight you know it was it was not it was not good but i'm not panicking i, th I think i think that's my biggest thing i'm just i'm not i'm not freaking out over this now if they have the same poor offensive game next time Okay, something's wrong. Something's wrong. But I, I trust. I, you can't be out here, Heat fans, trusting Spo and saying Spo's the best coach in the league, and then completely freak out when they have a bad game. You, you got. You have to give some time for adjustments. Like, please calm down. Please fucking calm down. It's gonna be fine. Next game is gonna look a lot different. I, I feel confident in that. Miami shot one of three from the corners tonight. Philly seven to ten. Just that's kind of disparity you're not going to overcome. Uh, and I just Miami's just so good from those spots. We know PJ's been so good this year. Max, all these guys. So can we talk about PJ? Fucking culture. I loved it. I fucking I love it. PJ. I fucking loved it. And you know what? That's going to help. Just seeing PJ not back down like that and be like pretty much going crazy. He just wanted. He just wanted. Who does Matisse think he is? Uh, isn't he like French or something? I don't trust the tough guy shit. <laughs> he's gonna want that shot. And B wants to be French now. Uh, of course he uh, does, soft ass. But like, even when PJ like went and he started people. like, I love that's that. some that's some UD shit, man. I love that. Yeah. I fucking love that. That's a hangover time post production meeting as Alf yells at us because <laughs> we're not doing the right things. That's true. That's true. <laughs> That's how, that, that's how that goes around here. Yeah, I'm getting, I'm dunking on the bench. I'm getting yelled at. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> that, that's that's Alf telling me to stop arguing with people on Twitter before he immediately goes and argues with people on Twitter. No, that's that's a that's a Draymond meme. The Draymond, that's Alf telling you not to argue with people on Twitter. <laughs> he's he's a senile old dog. He is dying right now. You need to tell your dog to get some fucking guts because it's heating five, <laughs> motherfuckers.
The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.